Hello, I'm Jim and this is Inner Circle, the brand new podcast for the brand new reality TV show starting on Channel 4 soon called The Circle. With me is Ant. Hello, Jim. Hello, Ant. Uh, We don't really know what The Circle is. It seems foolhardy to be making a podcast about something you don't really have any knowledge about, but there's been a kind of tease campaign on Channel 4. I think it started late August. And information has been very thin on the ground. Well, since you asked me to come and do this, I've done an exceptional amount of research, which means I googled it twice and looked on Twitter. (laughs) And uh, yeah, they've got a cool advert. And I know that they started accepting applications in May. So obviously, I'm the right person to be brought in as an expert on this. But I think they're keeping it really close to the chest what it is. I'm a bit confused because it seems that everybody's going to live in the same building but not meet each other except through the social network that they've created. Is that right? Yeah, that's a bit like living in London, isn't it? <laughs> you all live together, but you don't actually talk to each other about anything other than social media. Um, the catchphrase for the show, or the little tagline they've come up with, is you can be who you like in the circle, which kind of sounds like it could be the tagline for a Japanese horror film. You can be who you like in the circle. There is a Korean TV series called The Circle, which I kept finding when I was Googling this to do some research is for it. Is there? Yeah, and I was a bit like, even if you ask Alexa, that's what she comes up with as well. Okay. Um, but I don't think it's this. Well, let's get you up to speed with what's going on so far or what we do know. Alice Levine from the excellent podcast My Dad Wrote a Porno. She is one of the hosts. Maya Jama, who's the host on BBC Radio, is a BBC Radio 1 DJ. They're the hosts, they're the people who will be holding the whole thing together, and this is the How It Works video that was released by Channel 4 about a week ago, which kind of tells you the premise of the show. We've got a bunch of contestants, our players, and they're all going to be living together in one building, but in separate apartments. So they'll spend up to three weeks getting to know each other, having a flirt, clashing, competing in games and challenges, and all fighting to be the most popular person within that circle. But the twist is, they're never actually going to meet face-to-face until they leave the game. Instead, they'll only communicate on a specially designed voice-activated social media platform. The only thing they'll see of each other is what they choose to share. They can be whoever they want to be. They could be younger, fitter, they could be a totally different person. So, do we know how many people there are? No. Okay, and I mean, I don't mean like in the world right now, I mean in the the show. (laughs) (laughs) Although the block of flats they're doing it in looks absolutely massive, or the image they show in that video of a block of flats, it's probably 30 or 40 flats big, you'd guess. Which, if they're not filling all of them, I mean, we're in the middle of a housing crisis. That's really irresponsible of Channel 4. I think they've missed a trick here. I think they should have gone with the uh, tower block from Only Fools and Horses. <laughs> <laughs> so my other question is, is like they've said like, they're not allowed to meet, right? But I've lived in, in an apartment block like that. God, I sound very American, don't I? Mm. And the thing is, uh, yes, you don't speak to anybody, but still occasionally you'll get up and you'll bump into people in the lift. And if you're following them on social media, you might recognise them. So are they actually going to be allowed out the apartments? I, I don't know. I mean, this is it. Whether they're stuck in one, one environment, and it's being pitched as kind of a social media meets Big Brother. Yeah. So in Big Brother, you are stuck in a single location. But if these people are, as you say contained within a flat individually for the i think it's a three-week run there's going to be some mental health issues going on there yeah although i think a lot of more people will be interested in watching it now because they'll go actually some of these people on instagram and twitter should just be locked up for three weeks just to protect <laughs> everyone else so 
I want to ask you a question, Ant. Okay. When was the last time you actually watched a reality TV show? Oh, God, it's been ages. Um, probably Dancing on Ice, because I knew somebody that was on it. <laughs> is that a reality? I suppose that is a reality TV show, isn't it? It is a reality TV show, but it's it's something where you kind of go, well, people are learning a new skill. They're not just finding a mm. new way to offend the nation, which seems to be what, <laughs> what most reality TV is about. See, I've watched a few um, I'm a Celebrities, yeah. but mainly because of Ant and Deck. So they, they've always been entertaining, but I've never really gone and watched a whole series. I think it was probably season two, maybe season three of Big Brother. Yeah. Which was a long time ago now. I mean, they've just announced they're retiring Big Brother. This will be the, the final ever series, the one that started very recently. So it just shows how long ago it's been. And I think the reason I don't watch them is because it is so formulaic and it's so self-aware in that the people that are in these shows are completely aware that they are presenting themselves in a way that will get them a TV career down the line or a radio gig or they'll get to write columns for The Sun, whatever it may be, there is a plan in place there. What I think is really interesting about this show is it's based on that. It is based on the idea that you can be who you want to be on social media and you can present yourself in any way that is. It's kind of flipping the format on its head a little bit. Yeah, and I was just thinking about it, actually, because in in a way, probably 90% of the stuff we watch on TV is reality TV now. I mean, whether it's Homes Under the Hammer or Match of the Day, it's all real stuff and real people that's happening. But... It's it, no, but it is. I've never had match of the day <laughs> announced as a. I, I kind of get yeah, what you're but saying. That's, yeah. But you see, the thing is, because it's all what you see is what's happened. Be- Full of vacuous, fame-hungry individuals yeah, exactly. exploiting their skills for money. No, it's but, but the, the, the difference is, is that's edited by the match of the day producers, and it's edited by the Hums and the Hammer producers. Yeah. But actually, what you're gonna get with this is the the people that are in the in the show the circle they're going to be their own editors and producers like we all do that whole thing about my life looks great on Facebook but if you spent ten minutes with me you'd realise I'm but a sad lonely middle aged man living at home <laughs> well I think that's what it is though isn't it it's an exploration of how you people present themselves on Facebook compared to how they are in real life and I assume what will happen in this show is they will be who they want to be in the circle so on their social media platform which is how the other people on the show then assess who they are but i assume we as the viewers at home will get to see the sad middle-aged man living at home with his parents making podcasts about tv shows i mean the thing is what i do find interesting and i'm not i hate clickbait but the one thing that always gets me is the ones where they show you how people actually took their Instagram photos. You know, so you've got those amazing pictures that people take and yeah. then it shows you the behind the scenes and they've actually got four people holding their legs so they can lean back to get that perfect shot of the skyline. Yeah, yeah. I, I see that and it makes me panic that I don't put that much thought into what I'm doing because I literally just take a selfie and upload it. And I'm thinking, well, should I actually, you know, have somebody mm. touching up my makeup and sort of rearranging the, the passers-by in the background? The fact you're taking a selfie in the first place shows that you are aware and you want to present yourself in a certain way on social media in the first place. The press release has got loads of very press release terms in it. Uh, it sets the scene for social media. Kind of says, Social media has radically changed the way we make friends, assess popularity, conduct relationships, and even fall in love. But how truthful are our internet identities? So obviously, I mean, any TV show wants a bit of bump and grind in it. That's why Love Island's been so successful. And it's the falling in love element that I'm really interested in from that little statement. Because 
I've been together with my wife for 15 odd years now. So it was well before internet data. It was pre-MySpace. I couldn't even look at her favourite music on MySpace before we met. So you're recently in a relationship which you used, which you found your partner via Tinder. Yeah. So how honest were you in presenting yourself on your Tinder profile in order to... I want to say lure, <laughs> but that sounds darkly sinister. But you know what I mean. Oh God, is this is this like where uh, we're not going to share it, are we? We're not going to share my Tinder profile. I might get I might get more right swipes if we do that. Although she might be a bit pissed off with that. If you go to uh, at at the Circle Pod on Twitter, <laughs> um, well, I guess. So no, how were you completely one hundred percent straight down the line? Okay, so all the, all the pictures that I put on were pictures of me, but actually... Oh, that was a very big pause. <laughs> uh, all the pictures that are on there are pictures of me, but they, I suppose they were kind of extreme pictures. So uh, there was a couple of pictures of me when I was in Norway uh, and on a trip to see the Northern Lights. So there's one of me with a husky dog, which is quite a cute picture of the dog's... Uh, look at my face and I think I did put that one on one because I like the picture but then somebody else said pictures with dogs are good because people will like them on the swipe right so I was influenced by that and then there's another one of me which wow. I managed to get of me with the northern lights in the background which is just an amazing picture which I love uh, but again that doesn't happen to me like every night when I go to bed I don't drop to my knees and praise the gods of Valhalla as they do this light show yeah. for me well no one no one acts in real life like they do on social media this is this is the thing isn't it because if they did then 70% of people's lives would be spent walking down the street looking at cute cats it just doesn't, people don't have that kind of time to do that. And it isn't an honest reflection. So I don't think you're any different to anyone else in that regard. No one wants to see you upload four pictures a day of yourself taking a dump. But it's just <laughs> not what people want to see. You cater for an audience, Yeah, don't I, you? I, I think there's probably is an audience for that, Jim, if you want to go into that. And you could probably make a lot of money. But it might affect <laughs> your current employment opportunities and possibly your marriage and friends. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there was. Do you remember that? Do you remember that website, Hot or Not, which was kind of like a precursor to Tinder, where literally you just went in and you went mm. hot or not, and then what Tinder t- took that concept and just turned it into a dating app. Um, somebody did a parody of Hot or Not, which was called RateMyPoo.com. <laughs> <laughs> people would just take pictures after they've been for a dump and upload it, and then people would sort of go. <laughs> Anyway, I actually know somebody who did that, so that's uh, no names mentioned, Rob. Okay, I think we might move on. <laughs> I think we I think we might crash straight through that conversation. So I've got a question. Come. So the, this thing, from what I can tell, it's uh, a social media app. The Circle is an actual app that the people in the show are going to be on, which is kind of cool. Yeah. But I've never heard of it. I can't find it, and I'm actually really worried that this is just some kind of cool PR campaign to launch a new social media app. And I can't be doing with another one, right? I can just about do Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Um, I still can't get my head around Snapchat. And I just, I, I don't need something else to come along that I've got to update and do that as well. Well, as you say, I, I did hear rumours that there was an app to go along with this. And I think it's <sighs> connected to the sponsor, who is GifGaf, the mobile network, is sponsoring the show. 
but I can't find any head nor tail of this app actually existing. So whether it is just the app that's used for the contestants to communicate with, with each other, and in that case, it will be a combination, I'm sure, of Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. And by the looks of the show logo, which is kind of like a glowing ring, it's probably got a element of the voice activation Alexa kind of stuff in there as well. So whether we get access to that app sure. as the people on the street, I don't know. And whether we will then be able to communicate directly with the people in the show, I mean, that would be that would be a real game changer, wouldn't it? It would be a game changer, but I'll, really? Are they going to let that? Have you seen the reaction people got when they went to Big Brother last night or the, the mm. night before? When people go in within minutes... People have gone through their entire social media history. They picked out anything dodgy, and they just start trolling them as well. Just what they look like, what they've said, everything. And I think um, just having the the might of the internet focused on you as soon as you walked into a, something like that. Now that's that's why it's a closed network. I don't think they can actually um, they need that kind of buffer because I think some people would get very upset or very angry, uh, which potentially would make great viewing and. Maybe they will do that because Channel 5 always pushed boundaries. We have to wait for the new show to start. It's starting Tuesday, um, 9.15 it's going to be on. And I think we're in an ideal position to kind of assess this. Firstly, because... Really? Well, I hate reality TV. But you, on the other hand... I see where this is you've going. You've been on reality TV. I, yeah, I have. I have. Um, and I suppose back in the day, it was kind of the equivalent of Big Brother. In fact, it's actually 20 years Almost to the day when I was on. Dot blind and dates. I is was, the show we're talking shall we about. play a clip? Oh, yeah, yeah, let's play a clip. <laughs> Have you got a clip? As a yellow belt in kickboxing, I'm a great fan of contact sports. <laughs> Which contact sport would you teach me and why? To, to number one, please. Well, Sarah, you like kickboxing and I specialise in Aikido. So if you were to let me get a hold on you, you'd be sure to get a kick out of me. So the interesting thing about that is, yes, it was reality TV, but actually it wasn't because as soon as we arrived, they told us what the questions the girl was going to ask us were. And then there was a couple of guys in the room who I didn't realise until after being on because I was naive. They were actual writers. And so they helped us come up with answers to the questions. And so even back then, it was a... A, a created reality yeah it's a completely it's a how do well in, in that case it's not how do you want to present yourself it's how does the show want to present you and it's not even as subtle as editing yes. your answers there yes. it's going say this yeah it wasn't like oh here's your lines you're going to say this why don't you try this and uh i was like no <laughs> and then i didn't win so that's probably why I think this is the perfect time to wrap up our first episode of Inner Circle. The show starts tomorrow. We'll be back straight afterwards with a new podcast looking at exactly what went on in the show that is being pitched as a cross between Black Mirror and Big Brother. Sounds interesting. Bye. We'll see you soon. And that you turned down was number one. That was Anthony from Rochdale. Come in, Anthony. Couldn't sell it, you know. <laughs> <laughs>